Go Church family, welcome back to week three of our September series called Follow Me. What a great series it's been so far. I'm so looking forward to getting into this. My name is Gilbert, and I'm here with Pastor Matt Hadabo. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure, and it's been fun being with you. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. We're, we're so glad to have Joseph here as a third voice on the podcast. And more than just a voice, you know, he, he's, he's the person who really put together this series and is taking us through it. You know, he's, he's pouring out from his heart the things that the Lord has shown. And like Pastor Matt has said, Joseph is a, is a model at walking this out, at really living as a disciple. You know, living according to that, those words of Jesus, where Jesus says, follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Praise God. And it's been such a great journey going through this, uh, going through this topic and unpacking those words of Jesus. You know, who knew that we could sit here all month and talk about one thing that Jesus said, you know? That's right. That's right. And what we're trying to do here is tell you what's in them and also help you unpack them. And you, this is your part at the end. When we come together in grow groups, we encourage everyone to speak and to share because when you do that, you're not only, you know, listening to the word or understanding that this word is a container and it contains something, but you're taking it for yourself and you're you're opening this container up and you start to drink from it and you start to experience it in your own life. And this is the starting point. So, you know, podcast, grow group, it's not the finishing point, it's the starting point for your whole life. And this is from this is the point from where you know, obviously we say we want you to experience the unconditional love of God, to grow in his love, but then to go out into your world with his love. That's, that's the way. I mean, we, we open up this container full of the life of God's spirit and we receive it into our lives and we pour it over our lives so that we can do something with it. And that is the goal of, of our podcast, our grow groups and everything that we're trying to do at Go Church. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. So I just want to pick up on that point, and you know, I want to go back to the scripture that you referred to in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, where uh, Paul is talking to the church in Corinth, and he says, you know, uh, knowledge puffs up, but love edifies, love builds up. And if you, you know, have it in your heart that, you know, I, I want to step into my position, I want to be a leader, you know, uh, Pastor Matt, explains what leader means leader means a person in a position of influence over others everyone to some degree is a leader in their area and everyone to some degree is a follower in their area and if you have a limitation because of knowledge that's exactly what you're that's exactly what doesn't qualify you for leadership knowledge puffs up but love builds up our job is to love people into getting built up our job is to is to look around us and see how we can build god's dream home i i love that you know pastor matt beamer was it was an architect uh in in, in in by profession and 
you know, he, he always, uh, you know, in those times I've talked to him, he brings up this point where, you know, you almost see him building God's dream, you know, and that's something that we're all called to do as leaders. We're not yeah. called to answer every question. We're not called to debate in every arena of, of you know, knowledge because knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. So it's, you know, I, I, I'm going to go back to our, what we're, what we've been talking about so far. And we've taken the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through to 20, where he called um, Simon and Andrew, and he told them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. We've been looking at those words all month. And week one, we talked about follow me, which is a call into relationship. And in week two, we focused on the I will make you. So we talked about the transformation required, the change required. And that is a call into discipleship because discipleship is basically uh, a, the process of transformation or the process of change to become like Jesus. And this week, we're going to focus on the third and final part, which is follow me, I will make you fishers of men. And if I could compare, you know, a call into relationship, call into discipleship, I would say this third part is a call to into purpose. And there is a purpose on, in that call. And there is a, you know, obviously God has a purpose for your life, but you could never know it, right? And it's important that, you know, both we both see his purpose in us and we see where we fit in it. Uh, and that's really what we're going to, you know, dig deeper on in the discussion today and in the illustration and in our grow groups. Uh, I would I wouldn't say that there's so many. Yeah. And you know, that adds value into it, the way that you are saying it, you are saying it, that uh, purpose adds value on what I'm doing and what I'm going through, because I know I am going somewhere. So the thing is that I have been called to follow Jesus and to be in a relationship with him. And I am in the process of the making of someone that I am not yet 
but I will be, but that is not in vain, you know, I am, uh, I am created and I'm being made into something that I am gonna be somewhere doing something that yeah. is a great value. And uh, I'm not just saying this uh, to say like, okay, you are called as a preacher, you are called as a prophet or evangelist. Maybe you are putting like a cup of water on a table in front of a preacher. That is a value, that is added value, and that is for a purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you are uh, coming and setting up tables. Maybe you are hosting a grow group. Maybe you are, whatever you are doing, you are serving a purpose. There is a value in it. So I say that because uh, I want to put it out there and highlight it. Whatever you do for the kingdom of God, it's not small, it's big. Even if it seems small to you, that's valuable because... You are serving a purpose. You are serving yeah. God. I wanna, I wanna just share this little, you know, light illustration here. But uh, have have any of you guys watched the Karate Kid? Yeah, I did. That's that's right. <laughs> so like at some point, you know, there's, there's that very famous part where you know his his sensei, his master, just keeps telling him, you know, wax on, wax off, wax keep practicing off, yeah. this, wax on, wax off. It's like, what's going on? I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you get you, you get to that point where you know that action has no meaning whatsoever like there is no consequence to that you know that that uh exercise right or what he's doing there but at in one like instant you realize that this has uh yeah Yeah. Yeah. And very not spiritual. Exactly. So I want to I want to ask a question, you know, because we're talking about purpose and we're talking about uh, purpose from the context of being a fisher of men. So obviously, Peter is a very famous character in the Bible, right? And he's he's accomplished so many things. So I mean, he he went from being a disciple, and we talked about him, you know, in week one, week two. Um, and he went from, you know, having obviously his character flaws, I want to say limitations, and that changing and that developing. And he, he does very specific things. So within the church, he um, he's actually the first leader of the church in Jerusalem. And he brings, you know, jo Joseph, you mentioned 3,000 people to Christ. I I'll say men to Christ, right? And that doesn't include yeah. the women and the children. Yeah in one day and then over the week you see like five thousand more people and if you read through the book of acts you know chapter two chapter three you see all of this stuff happening um but what if i'm not called into full-time ministry like you mentioned like is there a, a place for me like is there a uh, a purpose that i fit in yeah exactly um before i i speak about that i want to share this out the go in me first starts uh involving others you know uh others around me uh i'm called to be a disciple where we shared about uh, in week two like i am a disciple but also the the go involves in me that i make disciples and this is something jesus shared with with his disciples this is the great commission where he says go preach the gospel and make disciples and baptize in the name of father uh, and the son and the holy spirit 
And uh, basically, it's what happened inwardly inside of me. I'm sharing it with others and I'm putting it out there. To your Back to your question is that uh, the go in me a lot of times involves a part that I am uh, taking or being a part in his church, doing whatever I'm called to do, wherever I see myself fit in and ju I'm just being there doing it. So it's a piece of a puzzle that I'm, uh, I'm being into uh, create this big, beautiful picture. Yes. So, I mean, if we if we go back to the belong message, you just mentioned that, and I think that's a very important, there's a very important illustration there about the building, right? And and how uh, Peter actually talks about that in his first epistle, about the uh, the building that is being built up. So if, if Jesus, that's right, yeah. So in that image, Jesus is the cornerstone. He's the foundation stone. He's the first stone that gets used to build a building. Now, if we think of a building, before the building is ever built, there is already a plan for the building. How big is going to be? How high it's going to be? How many rooms? What's the function? Is it is it going to contain a, an auditorium? Is it going to contain a kitchen? What is the purpose of that building? That is already predetermined, predefined. It's not something that you know we change as we start building the building. That would be disastrous. So there is a an exact plan, an exact size, an exact dimension and an exact requirement of materials so you're not going to use tiles to to build the structure of the building you need something a lot stronger than that you need stone you need steel you need you know you need cement you you need a whole bunch of stuff that is actually going to hold up the building but you know you're not going to make a couch out of stones either right you're going to make a couch out of you know very comfortable material whatever that may be and you're going to make the table out of wood and you know all of all of the different materials have a different have a specific purpose and function within the building and it's already predetermined and that that is an image that we can carry in our lives obviously if we are uh, a stone that is just sitting on the road or a stone that is out of place we're not in our place we're not carrying our weight and we are not uh within our purpose we're not within our designed place so it's important to see it that way that each of us have a place a purpose we're all made of something we all have strengths we all have qualities so it's not because i'm not a stone that i don't have value within the house or it's not because you know you are uh a stone that like you fit everywhere in the house. Everyone has a place, everyone has a function. And it's so important to understand how God designed things so that we understand where we fit in it. And, you know, I can share a personal example on that uh, because uh, for me, uh, I want to people to know Jesus. I want to speak about Jesus. I want to preach the gospel to, to the whole world. Uh, and that is something I want to do like uh, my whole life with Jesus. But one of the things that I could do, I'm not a preacher. I didn't go into a plane where I traveled the world just meeting every person and telling them about Jesus. But there's something that I, I could do and I did is uh, simple practical steps. There's something called that we developed. It's called Emina. It's a leadership uh, online training uh, program it it has the same purpose is to train leaders that 
uh, in the future they might become preachers and uh, shares the gospel and it, it talks about the Bible and all of that. But for me, it was like just sitting behind the computer, just clicking on that mouse, you know, putting content together, adding questions and spending some time doing that just behind the computer. So, uh, well, computers for me was about uh, scanning cars and reading wiring diagrams, <laughs> which I had to develop myself in a whole different direction. But what I'm trying to say is that you don't have to be a preacher or a pastor or uh, like to be in the fivefold ministries to serve a great purpose, you know, that God has called you to do. It could be, as we talked, just putting a water or, you know, installing wires or microphones or speakers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's good, yeah. Yeah. That's yes. so good. So if I if I relate that back to the illustration of the building, the the building, you know, is the plan of God. So like if you're going to be part of the plan of God, you need to fit in that building no matter what. But the building can be used for so many different purposes, right? It can be used for as a school. It can be used as a uh help me i don't know like as a, as a as a restaurant right it could be used as a home it could be used as uh commercial real estate it could be used as so many different things but the 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 way that god's going to do it is through that building you know and there there is so basically like you just said i want to i want to reemphasize what you just said pastor matt that the plan of of god is the church but then yeah from the church we can all go out to different areas and and really bless others in different areas of our life so we could think of you know i could bless i can bless people at my work right i can i can reach people in uh at the gym right i could reach people yeah. uh how, how do you say i can i can fulfill the plan of God even at home in my marriage and even with my kids raising up godly children, right? I could do all of those things, you know, from that place where God has called me into the world that I've been called into. So it's not necessary that, you know, I stay in the church in order to be, to be effective for God. I have to go from the church into the world mm -hmm. to reach people and to exercise the plan of God. And, and that looks like different things to different people. So everyone has a, uh, you know, has a common platform to operate from, but we all go into different areas that God has called us into. And even within the platform, like we just said, we have different strengths and we help build God's plan from different places. So you can either be the external stone or you can be the, the furniture. Like there, there is everything has equal value to God because we all complete his design and his plan. So basically, I think we can say that 
First of all, we position ourselves in a place of discipleship. Then we position ourselves in a place of purpose. You know, in the church, you see a lot of elements. Like one of the things uh, I always think of, like, I, I cannot lead worship. I cannot sing. Uh, and uh, I won't put myself in, in that place, but uh, uh, I know that that is not my purpose, you know, and I'm not going to go in there because uh, because I see that uh, I'm not called into that, you know, if I'm doing that, I'm out of that purpose, you know, so I'm going to intentionally position myself in the places that I'm called to be, you know, and to function uh, effectively. Yeah. Romans chapter 12, verse 4 says, For as we have many members and parts in one body, and all the members have not the same office or purpose. Verse 5. So we being many have one body in Christ, and everyone is members of one body, which is an important point to be <laughs> yeah. He knows we need it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's so powerful. You know, in, in those uh, the passage of scripture that you uh, you refer to in Romans chapter twelve, if I look at it in the NLT, there there is a comparison of you know if you have a grace of giving, give generous generously. If you have a capacity to be a leader, lead. And in the same breath, 
if you, you know, if you have the grace to be kind to each other, be kind to each other. It's literally all these parts form the requirement for a, an able church or an able body. And none of these are unimportant. You know, if we if we look at the example of, um, in this is another example which we talked about in the Good Company message, which is in Luke chapter eight. You see that Jesus actually begins a a tour around of uh, of some villages, and he starts preaching and he starts sharing good news and. You, you know that wherever he goes, there's there's healings and there's amazing things that are happening. But in the same passage of scripture, so Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through to 3, it says, you know, he took his 12 disciples along with some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. And among them, he names a number of women and many others who were contributing from their own resource to support Jesus and his disciples. Like some women who were following had a grace of giving and were supporting, you know, the natural requirement that yeah. people have and humans have when they're going out and doing these supernatural spiritual things. We can all contribute in our own capacity. We all have a we all have shoes to fill and we all have a purpose for our lives. You know, whether that purpose is uh, towards the church or even going out from the church, you can see that uh, Paul was very effective in in different spheres of, of life. This is not, he wasn't only, you know, he'd always go to the synagogues and you'd always find him, like when he goes somewhere new, he enters the synagogue and he starts trying to share the good news and the gospel. But when they wouldn't receive him, he'd, he'd go different places. Like you see in Athens, he ends up in, in circles of like, prominent philosophers and he'd he'd preach to them and you know he'd find himself in gentile courts like he was he was he was literally brought in front of caesar like the emperor of the roman empire and preached the gospel you know he was used in jail when he was put in jail he says in, in in the letter of philippians that he reached others so my point in saying all of that is, you know, whether you're looking at your purpose in building God's plan in the church, you can do it in so many different ways. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to stand in the front with a microphone. And if you think that your purpose is limited to church, that's not true. Your your, your purpose begins at church, but then it reaches outwards into the world. That's the way God designed these things for us to be built up and go out. And we see that example in Paul's life as well, where he went out in so many different areas and so many different circles and, you know, spheres of, of society and reached so many different kinds of people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had an experience like that uh, one time. Uh, I used to go and uh, I used to go and visit people, you know, to pray with them or preach the gospel or whatever. Uh, so... There was this uh, this woman where I, I, I didn't have a vehicle to do so. This woman offered me her vehicle, her car, and she always kind of like made it available. One time I was thanking her, I was telling her, thank you that you are doing that. And uh, how can I thank you in a more practical way? She said, no, you don't have to do that. Your part is to go and do whatever God called you to do. My part is to provide for that. You know, and that made it so much easy for me to do what wow. I was called to do, you know, yeah. in that time to visit people, uh, talk with them, pray with them and all of that. Praise God. So how about we, we look at the illustration uh, that we're going to discuss in, you know, the, the week three grow groups. This is the final week. And the goal is not only to emphasize that part about purpose, but to tie it all up. And we're really going to talk about the story of, of Paul. You know, we're going to look at the book of Acts and, and see where uh, before he was called Paul, he was actually called Saul. And he was a Pharisee and he was a very, uh, how do you say, very religious type of person, very, very hard person. And he was actively fighting the church. He was actively fighting this movement uh, of, of people who, believed in Jesus and follow Jesus talking about follow me that's what they were doing essentially they 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 followed him 
and he was against that you know they they initially referred to christians as the followers of the way you know and um and basically we see this you know what what we see in our our key scripture which is follow me i will make you fishers of men we literally see that in the the you know what jesus did for paul in the first encounter in acts chapter 9 and and so I want to talk about Acts chapter 9, and what's amazing about it is not only that this is what we see the Lord do for Paul, but Paul recognizes that, and Paul, you know, talks about these different elements that we've been talking about. So we've been talking about follow me, we've been talking about I will make you, and we've been talking about fishers of men. And Paul recognizes all those three parts, and he says it himself, and we're going to pick out some scriptures uh, which reveal reflect that so let me let me tell you the story in acts chapter 9 so actually saul was on his way to damascus he got the the rally the support of the top jewish you know leaders including the high priest who commissioned him to go to damascus and find all those people who are followers of the way followers of jesus and imprison them and bring them to trial in you know in the Jewish court basically and on his way he has an encounter with Jesus himself right so so we see that uh there's a there's a bright light and let me let me read let me read a couple of bits so in acts chapter 9 we see uh, in verse 4, we see that Jesus says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Right? He opens with that. And then they have a discussion, and, and, and Paul is asking him, Who are you, Lord? And. Yes. to me yeah that's really powerful honestly uh he you notice that jesus takes his body personally right yeah and we should do the same Yeah, like, would you poke yourself in the eye? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shouldn't be going in the direction of that saying, right? Like, you know, 
Ja. Um, can I add something on that? Like, I couldn't stop imagine, um, like, all I'm seeing all of this events happening with Peter and Andrew and the disciples or Paul or all the elements that worked to serve that purpose that the Lord wanted to do in the lives of people at that time. But I couldn't stop asking the question, what if they said no? What if Peter said, no, you cannot come up on my boat? What if he said, no, I don't want to follow you? 
what if uh, Ananias said, I don't want to have uh, uh, Paul or Saul in my house? What would happen? Um, and the question is, would the purpose of God still be fulfilled? I think, yes, it would be fulfilled. Uh, but the thing is that I always think about is that I'm not going to be part of it. So what I encourage you to do is while you're reading that, or hearing this podcast, or everything that you are going through uh, this theme, is that think of the things that you are saying yes, and see the big picture behind it, or the things that maybe you are saying no to, and what that leads to, you know, is that for me the biggest, uh, like the biggest worry that I have or fear, we, we shouldn't have fear or worry, but this is something sacred in my life that one day I'm going to stand in front of the Lord and I didn't fulfill the full purpose of my life, you know, because of some things I said, ah, no, I don't want it. So uh, following Jesus, yes or no, being discipled, yes or no, to fulfill a great purpose, yes or no. So these are the questions to be to be asked, like ask yourself about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the thing that has marked in my life as a disciple, um, the thing that I was uh, I was speaking about like moments ago is the things that I have said no to, and I later on I knew that it was leading to a certain purpose, or it could build me up more, or it enriches my life, or it serves like a big thing. I know. I know this uh, This is big inside of me. I know how valuable it is because there's a certain point in my life that I lost uh, resources, I lost time, I lost people that could have taken me into a certain direction. It could benefit me. And uh, uh, losing these things put me in a place where uh, I started seeing the value in it. You know, everything God does, does it through relationships, and everything he does, does it uh, for a purpose. So uh, that added value uh, of discipleship in my life, or the awareness of discipleship, it put me on a different direction, a different course in my life, where I started uh, having, uh, how can I say it, to be more rich, you know, with God. It affected the relationship with God, with Him, first of all, then affected, affected me with the relationships that I have around me, which is the church and the relationships that I'm building, and affected 
my view of life and the value that I have of life of what I'm doing. Yeah. Yes. Yes, amen to that. Thank you for listening to this message. We want everyone to experience the unconditional love of God, grow in His love, and go with His love to the rest of their world. We invite you to connect with us at one of our groups or our next gathering. And if no one told you yet today, we love you and believe God's very best for you.